Welcome to the Voice of Faith with Evangelist and Teacher Kate McVeigh. We trust that you'll be enriched by the Word of God as Kate shares her message, Restoration Plus. This week's message is available to you on cassette for a gift of $5 or more or on CD for a gift of just $10 or more when you write to Kate McVeigh Ministries at P.O. Box 1688, Warren, Michigan, 48090. You can also call us toll-free at 1-800-40-FAITH or order our resources on the web at www.kmministries.org. Let's now join Kate with her message, Restoration Plus. You've been taking insulin for diabetics, and you are not a diabetic. Woo! She was totally, completely healed after 42 years. The Lord said, I will restore health unto thee. Maybe you've been sick your whole life. Anybody's sick and tired of being sick and tired? I don't think things will really change in our life until we get mad about some things. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Really, if we want to receive what belongs to us, have you found out that you got to get up and do something? you got to take it by force. You just can't sit back passively and expect all these blessings to fall on you. If it were that easy, then everybody would be blessed. But you know what? It is going to take some time. It's going to take maybe some time of you shutting off the television set, getting into the Word. It's going to take some time of you coming to church like you did tonight. Maybe you were tired, but you took the time to get here. Praise God. You came to hear the Word of God. You're, you're serious about the Word. And sometimes it's going to take you and I just getting, I mean, flat out, violent about it. In other words, putting our foot down and saying, I'm going to receive everything, God's very best for my life. When we get that type of attitude, we're going to start seeing things take place in our life. Amen? How many of you are determined you're going to take everything that belongs to you? Come on, somebody reach out and take it tonight. Woo! Say, the Word's working for me. Tell your neighbor, the word's working for you. So God said that he would restore health unto us. Go to Mark, the third chapter, if you will, Mark 3. We see an account here about the man with the withered hand. Did you know Jesus is still in the healing business today? The Bible says Jesus is the same what? Yesterday, today, and forever. What was Jesus doing yesterday? Healing people. What's Jesus doing today? Healing people. What's he going to be doing tomorrow? Still healing people. Why? He doesn't change. The Bible says in James 1 that there isn't even a shadow of changing with God. God's not even going to think about changing his mind where healing is concerned. He said, I will restore health unto thee. Let's read here in Mark, the third chapter, verse 5, about this man with the withered hand. And when he had looked around about on them, Jesus, speaking of Jesus, with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, their unbelief, he saith unto the man, stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored, what? Whole as the other. The Lord restored this man's health. You, you think about the account, remember the woman with the issue of blood in Mark, the fifth chapter? 
Jesus said in verse 34, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Notice he didn't just say, daughter, your faith has healed you, but her faith made her completely whole. I believe that God brought supernatural restoration to this woman's life in every area. Think about this. The Bible says she spent all that she had on doctors. I believe all the money that was stolen from her was restored when she received her miracle from God. The Lord made her completely whole. Think about this. Remember the 10 lepers that were healed? Remember, the, actually, the Bible says that nine of them were healed. One was made whole. We know that only one came back to worship the Lord and thank him for what he had done. And if you study that out, there's a difference between being healed and being made whole. See, someone that was healed of leprosy, you could probably tell that they at one time were a leper, but now they're not. Maybe they had a missing limb or something, and you could tell that, that they used to have leprosy, but now they don't. But when you are restored completely whole, you can't even tell. There's absolutely no trace that that disease or sickness ever existed. And that is what God wants to do. He's wanting to bring so much restoration to your life where you'll be able to look at, back at areas of your life and you won't even be able to tell that you ever went through a thing. Because God will restore your health. Amen? Another thing that God will restore, real simply, he'll restore your health, and he will restore your soul. Remember Psalm 23 says, he restores my soul. One definition that we read uh, of that word restore is to be safe in mind. God wants you healed in your mind. What is our soul made up of? Our mind, our will, in our emotions. God wants you restored in every single area of your life. He'll restore your soul. Maybe you're hurting. Maybe you've gone through a, a, a real hard time. Maybe you've lost a loved one. We know that no one could ever take the place of that person that you have lost. But do you know that God is able to bring restoration to your life to the degree where he will bring healing in your heart? I heard a testimony about a pastor. He, he was married and his, his wife died young and he lost his wife, and he was so hurt, so grieved. But he started trusting God for restoration. He said, Lord, I know that you, could, you can never replace my wife. I mean, she was precious to me. But God has restored him to such a degree where actually God brought another lady into his life a little bit younger than him, a younger woman, and, and blessed them. And he got married, and he is so excited and happy. He has more joy than he's ever had before. Now, this person didn't, could never replace his first wife, but he said, the Lord has just restored me, and he took all that hurt and all that yuck and all that junk out of me. God has brought restoration to my life. God will restore your soul. Amen? Another thing that God will restore, we can see from the Scriptures, is that God will restore you when you miss it. Has anybody ever missed it before? Let me ask you a question. How many of you ever missed it for the same thing? Like more than one time. How many of you ever missed it for the same thing? Like a lot of times. <laughs> okay, have you ever felt like, Lord, I'm coming to you for the 92nd time. Here I come again. Some of you, the greatest miracles that God is going to do in your life is the miracle of getting you out of the mess you got yourself into. But God is so good and he loves us so much that even when we mess up, even when we blow it, he's not just going to leave you there. But God will help you if you will reach out to him. If you repent, you say, God, forgive me. God's not just going to leave you stranded without help. God said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. How many of you have kids that have missed it before? 
Okay, have they ever messed up pretty big, pretty good? Have you kicked them out of your family and disowned them? No. You always love that child, right? That's the way God feels about us. He's always reaching out to help us. I think about a story about Joshua. Remember Joshua? I mean, here Moses, he had watched Moses be out there in the wilderness with all these millions of people, and then Moses had died, and then the Lord said, now, Joshua, it's your job to lead these grumbling people into the promised land. Maybe Joshua was feeling a little bit overwhelmed. He had watched Moses split the Red Sea. I bet Joshua was thinking, Lord, I don't know if I got that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I got what it takes. But yet God anointed him. Remember he said in Joshua, the first chapter, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. How many of you believe tonight as God is with your pastor, as God is with any other minister that you know, so will God be with you. How many of you believe that tonight? And so God anointed him, and he was doing really good, going along good in his walk with God, and things were going great, and then he messed up. There were some people came to him by the name of the Gibeonites. Remember the Gibeonites? And they came to Joshua, and they said, Joshua, we have come from a far land, and we are po, P-O, po. And then they said, Joshua, we need to hook up with you. And remember, the Bible says that Joshua did not inquire of the Lord. And he hooked up with some people that he shouldn't have hooked up with. Have you found that many times in our lives, we, are in, we get you know, entangled with the wrong people? We get in trouble because we got hooked up with people that God never intended us to be hooked up with. Are you here? And a lot of times, we didn't even inquire of the Lord. You know, you have to pray about the friends that you hang around. They, they can call themselves Christian. They can speak in tongues. They can carry a Bible and have Jesus pins. But they might not be walking the walk that they're supposed to be walking. And we need to inquire of the Lord who God wants us hanging out with. So Joshua hooked up with this group of people. And then what happened is they ended up fighting in a battle that they were never supposed to fight in. I believe sometimes there are some battles that we go through that we were never supposed to have gone through. Maybe you got yourself in a mess and you are in a battle right now. You know you got yourself there. That's exactly what happened to Joshua. He got himself in this mess. He got himself entangled in a battle. And the Lord said, wait a minute, this wasn't on the game plan. But guess what God said to Joshua? I'm not just going to leave you there, but because I have a covenant with you and you gave your word to these people, I'm going to get involved in this battle and I'm going to fight in this battle with you. And God said, I'm going to bring you out of this, Joshua. I'm going to bring you through to victory. And if you study it out, the Bible says that God literally got involved in the battle. And the Bible says that God threw hail, H-A-I-L, hail from heaven. And got involved in Joshua's battle. Do you know that even when you mess up, God's not going to say, you know, I'm not having nothing to do with you now. You messed up. Fight your own battles. But when you see God, the Lord will get involved. He won't just let you go through something. But he'll get involved in fighting that battle with you and bring you on through to victory. God will restore you even when you get yourself in a mess. That's why we ought to be in the restoration business. Do you believe we ought to be like God and help restore people when they mess up? Remember over there in Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse one says that when you see a brother overtaken in a fault, in other words, you see someone miss it, you see him sin, you see him blow it. The Bible says, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one 
in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Notice what God said. You ought to restore someone when you see them missing. Don't talk about them. Don't get on the phone and call everybody and say, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Do you know sometimes our flesh just wants to tell? Have you ever been around someone and, and, you know, certain people just pull stuff out of you? Have you ever gotten around those folks? I try to avoid those people. And then, you know, have you ever been around somebody and they're telling you something and you had the missing piece? And then on the inside, you feel the Holy Ghost saying, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. And how many of you said it anyways? Have you ever been there? <laughs> but the Bible says instead of talking about somebody when they mess up, instead of judging them, the Word of God says restore them. Do you know what real spiritual people do is they try to restore? He said spiritual people. Are you here? I don't know about you, but I, I want to sow mercy. Sow mercy. Why? Somewhere down the road, I might need some of it. And the Bible says we're going to reap whatever we sow. So let's get in the restoration business. We are out of time for today, but this week's message, Restoration Plus, is available to you on cassette for a gift of $5 or more, or on CD for a gift of just $10 or more. When you write to Kate McVeigh Ministries, that address is P.O. Box 1688 war in michigan 48090 you could also call us toll free at 1-800-40-FAITH or order our resources on the web at www.kmministries.org when you email or call us be sure to ask to receive kate mcveigh's newsletter in our free resource catalog also please let us know the call letters of this station if this broadcast is a blessing to you, then we are asking you to please sow a special seed to help pay for the airtime in your area. Your continued financial support makes this broadcast possible and helps us to continue sharing the good news of God's healing, saving, and delivering power in this community and around the world, both on radio and television. Thank you for your prayers and financial support of this ministry. Well, have a great day in the Lord. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, remember that faith is the key that unlocks your victory.